Welcome, everyone. This is the Art of the Ages, and I am your host, Paul Lytle. So, for those who are following this live as we release, you're going to notice that we're a little late. And I, you know, okay. So I, 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 I'm actually really in love with the the the, the podcast uh, medium. I, I think it's I, I've. I've just been completely addicted to podcasts for a very long time, and I've been engaged. Also, I've also been engaged in podcasting for a very long time. I've, um, I, I have, I, I've actually have three shows running currently. Um, one of one of them is on hiatus, but it, it will be coming back. And uh, and I've had uh, I've had yet another show that that uh, was was quite a while ago, and and I stopped it after a while, but. Uh, the funny thing about each and every one of these podcasts, as as I've gotten rolling, as I've gotten going on them, uh, when I first started out, in every single case, early on, I have forgotten what day the podcast comes out. And so that's, that's literally what happened this week. And I, I had Tuesday off, which always throws me off because it always, no matter what, no, you know, no matter how like recent the weekend was it 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 i it like if you ha- if i had the day off it feels like in my mind that it's saturday and i keep expecting like the next day to be sunday so i'm not thinking like hey tomorrow's wednesday i've got to do a podcast episode um that that just that really in all seriousness does not cross my mind so my apologies for those of you who are kind of downloading these live um so this was coming out on thursday and it happens to be coming out on on thanksgiving uh day which um has always struck me as a particularly christian holiday uh, besides the fact that its origins were because of Christianity, um, but you know it, the 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 idea of of being thankful, you know, um, necessitates that there's somebody to be thankful to, uh, you know that that has has given you something, um, and that's kind of what we're continuing this because uh, so, so if you if you were with us last week and and hopefully you were because we're starting to lay the foundation of why it is we do what we do and last week we we talked about the urge to create being being a part of of the image of God that God is a creating God God is a creator and uh, and having having been granted the that that image of God um that that's part of 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 what of what we desire to do as well and for more details in the by all means download last week's episode because there's a lot there but I, I wanted to dig into a little bit about how God creates so uh, you know the important thing right up front is like we said last week we don't create in the same way God creates God creates ex nihilo out of nothing and and so we are we are creating as creatures ourselves and so we do things a little bit differently but we f- take the pattern from by what God did and so when when we look at the creation story what we see is God creating the stuff and then organizing the stuff and so, you know, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was formless and void. And so he, then he spends the next bit of time forming that which is formless, okay? So he creates the waters, but then he separates the land and the water, right? 
Um, he creates the darkness and light, but then he separates them and, and, and then creates the place for the light and the place for the darkness, the day and the night. And, and we, and, and, and he's establishing this pattern. And, and, and if you notice that pattern is not stopped in the six days, he is, he's constantly ordering things that appear to be disordered. I find this very interesting because God could have obviously created it, everything at once in in its proper order, but but He's He's establishing a pattern here, and it's and it's a pattern for reason. Um, you know, the deepness of that of that reason could probably be we could probably talk about that for a very long time, but you know, our purpose is here is why we write, and and so. As we continue through the Bible, that 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 pattern is 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 reestablished. So by the time we get to Romans, you know that that God has intended all things for our good. You know, um, meaning all of everything that's been happening, every you know all the chaos of our life. God is ordering it for a purpose in each and every event. And so when we get to art, that, that's the pattern of God's creation. And when we get to art, we find that our, our instinct is the same. And in, in all of art, uh, and I'm not, I'm going beyond writing here in all, in all of, uh, the creative endeavors, what we're doing in one way or another is taking things that are formless, that are chaotic and putting order to them. And so, you know, music takes takes the, the the randomness of sound and tone, and and puts it and puts it into into melody, uh, melody and harmony and rhythm. Um, you know, poetry, you know, it takes that it takes all of that all of the the random, the words that that we use, the phrases that we use, and and puts them into lines and rhythm and rhyme. Um, you know, painting when we're when we're talking about just the the colors that we see outside are just it you know exceedingly incredible, and we can see all these these colors and lights there. And again, the painter takes all of that and makes form it makes it into a form. And so we can keep going and we can keep going and we keep going. But when we, we're in, in, you know, our, our purposes here is writing. And so specifically this poetry I've already mentioned. What about story? Even, even in the nonfiction story, we are taking the things that are chaotic and putting order to them and putting them into their place. And so when we talk, when we, when we write a biography of, of JFK, we spend more time on the Bay of Pigs than we do on the breakfast, the day of the Bay of Pigs, you know? But if you take all the moments of his life during that day, during that week, during that year, you know, a, a small fraction of it is actually going to be spent on that, that event. But we are finding the story thread there. We are finding the order in uh, in the life and we're laying it out in that order and we're 
we're, we're highlighting that thread, that import, that the importance of it. We're highlighting that for the reader. That 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 sort of that that sort of you know main flow that main you know that gist of 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 the story is is so important when when we write a novel when we write a story it is not a series of of you know just exciting events but there's a force there there's an arc there there's an order right i i mean a lot of us like like a lot of us like uh wrote stories and novels as children and and a lot of times that that overarching <laughs> that, that overarching story lacked a lot right because we had these images of, of like of, of what we found exciting what we found interesting and we would throw them in and it just became this tangled mess of of events that didn't have in any sort of flow, any sort of thrust to it. Uh, I remember it, it we, I, we had this amazing class when I was in eighth grade, we had this amazing class. Um, I was at our English class and we were very encouraged to, to write. Uh, and we spent a little bit of every class period writing and, um, it was fantastic. And, um, you know, Miss Mason, if you are, if you are listening, that <laughs> class had a profound effect on me. And, uh, and on Fridays, we would share a, a lot of what we wrote. And it turned out that a lot of the people in class were started writing, uh, you know, adventures of the same superhero. And, and because we were writing so, epi- you know, just so episodically, you know, it's just, week to week, day to day, whatever, whatever came next came next. It was like, it was just, it was just one corny adventure after another. And there was no point and there was no theme. And there was, there was, there was nothing to, to make it cohesive. Well, it was a lot of fun, but it was a bad story, you know? And, and, and it's because that, that, that chaos that was still there. That, that randomness, that formlessness that was still there. Um, it was just chipping away at it. Um, I still wish, I, I wish I still had those stories. I, I don't. I, I've looked for them before. Uh, not that I would show anyone, but they, are, they were a lot of fun. Um, so <clears throat> the problem here comes in. And when, when we... Because there's, there's this, there's this trend now, and it's been going for a little bit, bit of time, this trend now to, to, to buck that model, to buck the model of taking things that are, are, are formless and making a form out of them or taking those things that are chaotic and putting them in order. There's a trend now to do the opposite, to break apart that which is ordered into disorder and 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 that that is actually a, a move and an instinct that is in direct conflict with the, the 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 model of creation that god has given us and it doesn't work it is not beautiful and it's not meaningful and i like um 
I, I've I actually quoted in it was in a random conversation too, but I, I, but just today I quoted a line from Kurt Vonnegut, um, who who was who was very famous for his his postmodern um, structures of his stories, and um, there's there's a lot of Vonnegut I just really really love. And the, t- the temptation is to look at the great authors who do some sort of de- deconstruction and some sort of postmodern structure and say, say, see, see, it can be meaningful. It can be. But, but if you actually read Vonnegut, there's form there. there there's this very distinct form there. You know, you go back, um, uh, you go back. To in and I'm gonna you know oh goodness I'm totally blanking, um. Well, now there's name, so I'm gonna skip it and and, it, and you know of course uh, on the video we're gonna leave this in because that would involve editing, <laughs> but in the uh, the audio podcast uh, we'll cut that out. But um, it's it's when it's when these pioneers who write in in a structure that. That is still, that is still, you know, has a form that still has an order. Um, but it, it, it tweaks things and, and it comes at things at a different angle. And, and a lot of times we misinterpret that as not having a form and the imitators go off and they try to do things in a similar way and it simply doesn't work. You know, in in the most famous, uh, you know, it's it, it, goodness. It's been it's been a, a joke so long. It's been a cliche that you know, like modern artist uh, uh, seems like you know my children did 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 the work of art, and um, and there's a lot of truth in that. But you know, you you take you take like the 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 trends in art that started you know, started losing the traditional forms that we were used to in art, but doing different forms. So speaking directly about the Impressionists. Now the Impressionists were were seeming to lose the um that that form that that art had held for so long. It, and and it's not exactly true that, that that's what they were doing. They were aiming for something different. They were what they were what they were aiming for was the the form it took when light plays against objects and that's what they were going for and they did very well with that and but then later um later painters you know misunderstood that approach and started tearing down at the forms so you start drifting away um from order and and you can trace it from there from from that, from the impressionist, on downward, um, as as paintings begin to lose their cohesion, lose anything that's holding them together, and so now, what you get a lot of times is uh, are paintings that are are you know kind of oohed and odd over by all the right people, but don't actually impact anyone and and a lot of times we like them because we are told to rather than actually liking them 
you know, with, with the, uh, advent of jazz and, um, and, and blues and backbeats and, and that sort of thing, uh, early part of last century, a new form was taking hold and, and a lot, a lot of people just kind of took that in the same direction where we started losing the cohesion because they were misunderstanding what the jazz artists were doing as a rejection of, of, of form at all. And, you know, if, if, if you study jazz, it's, it's anything but that. That's what we're finding when we come into, uh, into a lot of, especially poetry today. You know, poetry is notorious for this. Um, people, you know, especially, especially like really emotional writers who believe that the, that the, the, you know, input of emotion into a work is what makes it valuable. We're going to get into that later. Um, kind of abandon the, the, the formalness, the formality of art, of poetry. Because it, it, you know, it, it hinders them. It, it, it kind of prevents them from, from, from expressing themselves in the way that they wanted to. Um, and again, we find, and we, again, we find that, you know, when you, when you go back and, and you, and you learn about like the, the impact that a lot of these poets of the past had and the, the amount, the, the, the influence and the, and the, the way people thought through, thought through these poems of, of all sorts and the impact that poetry has today, which is almost none. There's a, um, there's a wide chasm there. And so the thing that we were, the thing that we thought we were accomplishing here, we haven't accomplished. And so I, I think, I think that coming back to, to the model, the, uh, the model of creation that God has set forth for us and seeing how that lines up with our own creative process, um, provides us, you know, provides us a, a, a good model to go, to go forward on and a model that's been proven over the centuries as, as, as something that's been very effective and very influential. So we're going to get more into the nitty gritty of that, uh, as we go, of course. Um, but that's the main idea today that, that when we do art, when, when we are being sub creators in, in a manner imitating the, the, the great creator himself, then we are creating you know, taking those things that are formless, taking those things that are chaotic and finding form and creating an order there. Um, and it's so, I really do appreciate you joining me today and we will be back probably on the right day next week. Until then, never, never, never stop telling stories to one another.